Hey, football fans, welcome back to Draft Insider, the place you come to for a weekly inside scoop on NFL draft content. This week, we have another prospect interview with cornerback Ifatu Malafamu, Syracuse, and he's entering the NFL draft this year in 2021. So make sure you guys check out our previous interviews and our previous episodes for all the draft content you need, and make sure to hit that subscribe button on all platforms. Thank you all for listening. Hope you guys enjoy this one. What's going on, everyone? Hunter Doyle here from Philly Insider Podcast and Inside the Eagles. We got Ifatu Melifanwu today on the podcast, 2021 NFL Draft Prospect. Congrats on making it here, man. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment to even get to the point where you're looking at taking your talents to the next level. A lot of guys don't get this opportunity, and you're ranked as one of the top six, six corners on the Draft Network's big board right now. You were all ACC in 2020. And I mean, I've watched some of your tape along with Andre Cisco and some of the other guys in your secondary. You guys are talented over there. And I just want to congratulate you again on making it here, man. Thank you for this opportunity and hopping on this interview, man. We appreciate it. We know you guys are busy with the draft process. It's one of the busiest times of the year for guys who are going from college into the NFL. So tell us a little bit about how you're doing and just your journey to the draft so far. Yeah, yeah. First, I want to say thank you. Um, thank you for having me on the show or on the interview. I appreciate that. Um, so my, my journey, um, so I'm from a small town in, in Massachusetts, Grafton, Grafton High School. Um, I, think, I think because my brother got recruited, I, I started to get more, more attention than most guys. Like, you know, from Massachusetts, you don't really get recruited heavily. Yeah. Um, had, I, got, I, got, I got some good offers. I had BC, I had UConn, I had Syracuse, got Michigan late. Five days before signing day, decided to stick with Syracuse and, um, you know, never looked back. It was probably one of the best decisions of my life. Um, you know, had a, had a good career there. Redshirted 2017, got some time 2018, started 2019, and then had a good year. Started again 2020 and had a real good year. So, um, and now, now I'm here. That's awesome, man. Great to hear that. Especially, like you said, Massachusetts is not really big recruiting central for you guys. So to make it where you are is very impressive. And you mentioned your brother, Obi, who's played in the NFL for the past few years. Talk about just having him in the draft process, being able to ask him questions, having someone to kind of lean on for advice. How helpful has he been in the draft process for you or how involved has he been? Um, no, it's definitely a good, it's definitely been an advantage. Um, you know, having someone that went through the exact process I'm going through you know he's uh giving me like corners and advice on like what to expect and everything so I feel like he's he's definitely been involved but I feel like he hasn't been like crazily involved where he's sitting me up every single day about right, so right. I feel like it's definitely like a good balance hey glad to hear that man and you also mentioned going to Syracuse too I mean you guys had a talented secondary there, like I mentioned, with yourself, Andre Sisco, uh, Garrett Williams, and Trill Williams, I believe, too. Mm -hmm. And three of those guys are heading to the NFL. And Garrett was a freshman this past year, I believe, so he can't yeah. get out there yet. But he'll be he'll definitely be a guy who people are looking at in a year or two. Yeah. So just talk about how, what it was like to play alongside those guys, just the camaraderie you guys had, and just also, just like the communication, whether it was off the field or just the X's and O's and all that. 
Yeah, I, I definitely love playing with those guys. Um, they're like probably my closest friends on the team. They like it just the camaraderie just makes playing easier. You play faster. It's it's a good like competition. Like you know, one dude makes a play, it, it gets you hyped and makes you want to make a play. And I feel like you know we we push each other. We watch film together. We do a lot of things together. So I feel like it only helps us on the field. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you guys were, were very fun to watch the past few years. Syracuse in general has definitely been kind of on the rise. You guys had, I believe, that 10-win season not too long ago. Um, and head coach Dino Babers, who's been, you know, kind of there since 2016. And he's kind of been the guy who's been kind of leading you guys along the way. So how much of an impact has he had on that program thus far? And just give us a little bit of an inside scoop on what type of coach he is, what kind of locker room presence he is, his football knowledge and all that. Um, yeah, no, Coach Coach Babers is is definitely a good coach. Um, the presence he has in his locker room, I think everyone's probably seen the, the after win um, locker room speeches with Babers. So, like, after wins, he's definitely a, a fiery guy, and he can get fiery at, at times. But I feel like most of the time he's he's kind of uh, chill and, and level-headed, and I feel like guys like that. But they also appreciate, when you know, when he gets fiery and when he's really coaching guys up. So I feel like – he came in there and um, he's starting to change the culture in there more. Um, and I feel like things will be churning uh, upwards. Right. Yeah. And that, that balance between, you know, going both ways is so important because sometimes you'll have a coach who's just all up in your face yelling all the time. That's not really good. And sometimes you'll mm -hmm. have a coach who's kind of the opposite of that too. So it's good to hear about that balance that coach Babers has. And something I want to highlight about your time at Syracuse was you were a three-time honor roll selection by the ACC, which is something that I find very impressive, just achieving excellence on and off the field. So how much did your coaching staff influence that and just push you guys to just be, be great leaders on the field and just great men off of the field as well? Um, yeah, coaching staff, they definitely was on top of us for grades, um, like with grade checks and um, going to our academic coordinators. But I feel like for me, I've always been a I've always been a good student. My mom's always pushed me to be do well in school because you know football is not going to last forever. So mm. it's good to have a backup plan and get your education. So so that was that was a, a big part of me at Syracuse, just uh, focusing on my education as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely great to hear that too because you know sometimes that kind of good for some colleges it just kind of gets pushed aside and. Um, you know, sounds like Syracuse is doing a good job with that. And let's talk a little more about the X's and O's, man. I mean, like I said, I watched your tape. I saw you play. I saw you were very good in both man and zone. I mean, a lot of guys kind of get labeled as a press man corner. Well, they're just a slot guy. They're just, you know, a zone corner. But you can kind of do it all. So talk to us just about your preparation each week, your film study, your play style in general, and what kind of scheme you think you might fit into. Um. Well, I feel like I've been I've been blessed with good coaches that, you know, helped us with man and zone. And I've had two different DCs. I've had three different um, corners coaches. So I feel like mm -hmm. they've all brought different aspects to help me be a more like complete player. Um, preparation. I, me and uh, me and the other corner, Garrett Williams, we watched a lot of film. We watched film literally every day, um, Monday through. Well, Monday through Thursday, watch film on our own, like at the night before in the hotel. So I feel like we were, and that was for like at least like an hour each. So I feel like we were definitely going into game prepared. Um, scheme wise, I feel like I can fit into any scheme. 
like I said, I've had I've had two different DCs already. So yeah. I played teams. I played a lot of man. I played a lot of zone. Um, so I feel like I can really fit anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's what NFL teams are looking at these days is versatility. And we talk about that a lot on our podcast. You got to be able to, to do what the coaches ask you, move around a little bit. And that opens your options up more in terms of teams that will be looking at you. And honestly, that's probably why you're one of the reasons why you're one of the top prospects right now at the cornerback position this year. And also going off of that, too, I mean, you had some tough wideouts you had to go up against in the ACC. It's no joke over there. Justin Ross, Amari Rogers, guys like that and Dynamy Brown, and so you went up against him. So talk about some of the toughest guys that you went up against and what made them difficult to guard. Yeah, uh, being in the ACC, I, I went against a lot of good guys, a lot of good players. Um, you know, every every player is not the same. They have their strengths, they have their weaknesses. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, every, like I said, every every player is different, so it's hard to say, like, what made who, who um, tough, tough to guard, but just – yeah. You know, they're all great athletes, and um, definitely you have to be locked in each week because it's not like every every team you play, there's going to be a good receiver on their team. So I feel like that's only helped me playing in the ACC, playing against those receivers. I feel like that's just done nothing but help me in this process too. Yeah, and, and going off of that, I mean, fundamentals and technique, big part of the game, obviously, gets gets overlooked a lot of the time because guys are just looking at how fast the guy can run, how big a guy is. Just talk about the importance of having being able to do the little things, just, you know, being able to not play on your heels as a corner, being able to flip your hips quickly. I mean, jamming a wide out with the outside arm and just just like the little things that they teach you that, that go a long way. Yeah, I feel like especially at corner, well, just DB in general, but especially at corner, you, you have to play with technique or else – you're going to get beat no matter who you are, no matter how athletic you are, no matter how fast you are. It's You have to play with technique and you have to do the little things right or else, uh, like I said, you're going to get beat. Yeah, and also talking about being on the field, um, special teams is a big part of the game and a lot of draft prospects get asked if they can play special teams and add that extra value to just being on the field and, you know, in an extra phase of the game. If, if you're asked to play special teams, can you play special teams at the next level? Yeah, I could definitely play special teams. Um, I played the special teams all three years I was playing, so that's not a problem for me. Hey, good stuff. I mean, you got to love uh, you know, gunners on punts and kicks. I mean, you make, it really does make an impact. Again, you win, you win a third phase of the game, you can win football games at, at the next level. So, and every level. So, um, definitely a big part of it. And some scouts have, have kind of made the critique that, you know, you're you're a bigger guy for being a corner, right? And they, for how for how big you are, you're just so athletic too, and just being able to blanket any receiver. But a lot of guys have said they want you to be more physical at your size. Do you think that crit- criticism is accurate? If so, are what? How are you looking to improve that? If not, what do you think the scouts are missing? Um, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like. It's not really accurate. I feel like I'm a physical guy. Yeah, I play football. Uh, I make a lot of tackles. I'm a willing tackler as well. But you know, um, I never like really knock any criticism. I try to take it in, and and maybe if they're they're saying I can be more physical, maybe there is some instances I can be more physical. So I just try to you know take in little critiques and and improve everywhere. Honestly, 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously you're going to listen to what your coaches say first before anyone else. But like you said, always good to, to consider what they're saying and try to improve your game as much as you can and not limit yourself. So also just go, we got a few more questions here for you. Just the draft process overall. I mean, I know this is a tough time of year. You're training every day, getting ready for pro days and all that. And it's been weird with COVID now, no combine, all that good stuff. And, you know, you're talking to scouts, you're doing interviews like you're doing right now, and it's a busy time of year for you guys. So what's the draft process been like? Has it been challenging thus far, exciting? Um, I wouldn't say challenging. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely a lot. It's definitely very busy. I've been very busy. Um, just like you said, training every day and then trying to fit in interviews with scouts and whatnot. Um, so I feel like it's definitely, it's definitely like, not, not hectic in a sense, but just, it's just, it's a lot. It's honestly, it's a yeah. lot, right? Uh, it's definitely a lot, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to just enjoy the process because you don't get it back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm really just trying to not take anything for granted and, and enjoy all of it. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a great way to have to look at it and have that perspective, man. So I want to commend you on that. And, you know, look, we talked a lot about your game already and one of the critiques that scouts have made, what's one aspect of your game that you and your coaches are really looking to improve before you set foot on the NFL field next, next year. Um, I feel like I can always improve. I feel like there's always something you can improve on. Mm -hmm. I want to improve on uh, my pad level, like weight distribution. I'm a, I'm a bigger guy at corner. So I feel like definitely need to have good pad level. Definitely, I want to improve my off man. You know, off man is I feel like it's a lost art. Mm, definitely, yeah. I can definitely. Um, and and you know, press footwork. You can always clean up your footwork and anything. So I will say that. Gotcha, man. And last question: What do you kind of bring to an NFL locker room, and what are NFL teams getting if they draft Ifatu Melifonu this year? What I bring to a locker room is I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm just a cool guy. I'm level-headed, never too high, never too low. I feel like I could I could talk to anyone. You know, I could make friends with anyone. Um, I don't really cause problems. Like, you know, I'm not someone you someone you have to really worry about off the field or anything like that. Uh, what are what are coaches getting? I feel like they're getting they're getting a long athletic corner. Uh, you know, an all-around corner, not just a coverage corner, not just a zone corner, but just an all-around corner who uh, can play man, play zone, and, and is physical as well as a willing tackler as well. Hey, great answer, man. Well, that's all we had for the interview. I'm hoping that maybe my Philadelphia Eagles will give you a shot this year in the draft. That would be a dream come true. And anything you want to say before we sign off, man? Um. No, I don't think so. I just want to say uh, thank you again for having me on the interview. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. Hey, we appreciate you hopping on for a little bit and, and just giving us a little bit of your time again. So, hey, we want to wish you the best of luck in the draft. We're excited to see where you land and just how the rest of the draft process goes. And, uh, yeah, we'll be keeping it, keeping it all uh, on tap. So best of luck to you, man. We're going to let you go now, and God bless. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Have a good one.